Welcome to Convos from the Couch from Lifestance Health, where each episode you'll hear engaging informative conversations with leading mental health professionals that will help guide you on your journey to leading a healthier, more fulfilling life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Convos from the Couch by Lifestance Health. I'm Nikki Lianza, and on today's episode, I'll be talking with Jamie Hudgens, a clinician from one of our LifeStance Columbus, Ohio offices, on the topic of time management for your mental health. So welcome back, Jamie. Happy to be here. Great to have you on again. This is such an important topic because I think so many people get stressed out just trying to manage their own time. So our conversation is going to be you helping us understand how setting up routines and breaks can be helpful to our mental health. Very cool. Let's start by having you tell us a little bit about yourself again. So I'm uh, Jamie Hodgins. I'm from uh, Columbus, Ohio, originally from a smaller town north of Columbus called Marion. And I've worked in a variety of uh, programs and roles within the mental health system since 2003. And, uh, I have a lot of experience working with adolescents and kids, families, and adults as well. So, great, great, great. And so, as you've been such an astoundingly great therapist to, to probably many, you probably helped and helped quite a few of your own clients with their own time management. So, to start off our conversation, tell us about why time management is so important for our mental health. So as far as time management, uh, it can impact our mental health in a whole host of different ways. Um, yeah, it's a common complaint that we hear as therapists, and it's a common issue that people um, just discuss in society at large. So uh, there are a few different ways that I like to kind of look at the spectrum of time management issues. On one hand, you can have somebody who is extremely busy they have a whole host of things on their plate, but they're also very efficient with their time. They just have no time to move around because they're just maxed out. On the other end of that spectrum, you could have somebody who has a whole a range of available time, but they may struggle to effectively use it. And you know, if you look at these individuals, they seem very different on the surface, but they mo both may feel very overwhelmed by their circumstance and struggle to make changes to their routine. And so when it comes to time management, the main focus, at least for today, is on how we can use time management as part of our self-care and wellness routine. And uh, you know, self-care has become increasingly popularized. We see it in advertisements, uh, there are books about it, they talk about it at school, in the workplace. And at the same time, we hear about self-care and the need to have that a better work-life balance. We also hear the conflicting message of increasing how productive we are. You know, people are constantly looking to add things to their plate. And when it comes down to the battle between being productive or focusing on self-care, being productive usually wins out. And so... As a therapist, I work with people on managing time to help create opportunity for us to focus on self-care. 
And, uh, you know, self-care again is very broad spectrum term, but when I use the term self-care, I'm, you know, mentioning things like hobbies, health, wellness, and socialization opportunities. And so if these things are missing, you know, my goal is to help find ways, even in small, you know, opportunities um, to create um, ability for people to do self-care activities. You brought up a point I want to comment on because I've seen some of my own clients come from a place of anxiety when they're not feeling like they're being productive. You know, I might be talking with them about the importance of self-care and they'll be like, that's great, Nikki. I love to do hobbies and I love to care for myself and take some time for myself to allow my brain to decompress. However, I feel like I'm not being productive. And so that push for productivity that you mentioned is, is very much a, a thing for a lot of people for sure. Tell me about routines. Now, for some people, they might have a set routine. Others might not have a routine at all. But how can routines be helpful to our mental health? So routines and time management really go hand in hand. And you know, it's often said humans are creatures of habit and routine. And you know, our brains and bodies, they like to follow a similar or familiar path. And you know, we see this in you know, a quick anecdote would be if you drive to work the same way every day and you hit a detour, even if you're not stressed going into it, often that detour will add some stress and anxiety because our routine is changing up. The path that we normally would take has been deviated from, and it may take us a little bit of time just to kind of adjust. And after we get back on our normal route, for example, uh, that can help us be at peace. And so, um, you know, People like routine, they like what is familiar and known. And this is even seen when they identify that their routine is unhealthy or unproductive, and it just becomes that default setting. And so for that time management and kind of establishing uh, helpful routines, you know, we want to look at ways to maybe change patterns and establish a new routine that yields even more positive results. And again, how to create opportunities that promote socialization, health, wellness, and regulation. Now, you and I had spoken before about a very specific process you use with your own clients to educate them about setting up routines and setting up breaks. And it's something that you shared with me called the tile and grout process. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, so hopefully my example will make sense to everybody. Uh, tile and grout uh, is something that really clicks in my brain. And I think it's something that uh, both a professional therapist can help implement and also uh, just any individual listening, I think is able to take information from this and put it in their practice. And so tile and grout is a process where you look at things that are planned part of our routine, so work, uh, our morning routine, our evening routine, if we have any classes that we participate in, or if we have activities for, you know, uh, your kids or anything like that, that is a planned activity that falls into the tile category. And a grout line, you know, similar to when we think of tile and grout on our floors or our bathroom walls, 
um, the grout line is really the buffer or the space in between those tile periods. And so a grout line for these purposes serves as an opportunity for a brain break, a, an, a brief opportunity for us to kind of manage our stress or promote health and wellness. And so, um, you know, when I'm doing this with people, I usually start by just taking inventory of what their routine looks like. So what is your daily week or daily schedule look like? What does your week look like? What are the components of it? So map out how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? How long are you at work? How long are you at school? Uh, do you do any other planned activities? It could be something associated with a faith community. Um, it could be a yoga class. It could be um, going to the gym. Uh, really doesn't matter what those tiles are, or those, those planned activities are initially. What we want to do is map it out. And so we, we list everything down. And then using a grid system, I will kind of take that information and put it into tiles and, and the tiles are going to represent that true time that each activity takes. And so, you know, for some people, they can get ready in the morning in 15 minutes. Maybe they wake up, they roll out of bed, throw on clothes, and then are out the door. Other people, that morning routine could be an hour and a half. And so it's a very individualized process. And, um, but we want to look at what is the true proportion of time each of those things is taking up in somebody's day. And when you do this, you can see that maybe somebody has a whole abundance of planned activities. So when we look at their tiles, their week schedule may be chock full of things. And they really may look at like they have no available time to do anything that is not work-related or other stress-inducing things. And uh, for other people, they may, when we do their tiles, they may see they have huge, uh, you know, swaths of time that they aren't doing something. And that may be contributing to depression because they have nothing to do. They have no planned activities. And so just kind of getting started on things is a bit overwhelming. And so depending on the individual, we may have to look at, are there tiles that we can modify the amount of time we're spending on them? Or are we needing to add opportunities for tiles? So for a lot of people, uh, they may have an open period of time. And if we look at what is happening during that time, uh, we then may establish a tile that helps with that. So if somebody works nine to five and every evening is open and that's where they know their mood starts to dip, that may be a great opportunity for us to look at adding tiles that help promote socialization or other health things. So go to the gym a couple of times a week in a planned fashion. So they would be adding a tile by adding that uh, planned time to go to the gym. Or if they participate in a small group activity with their faith organization, again, it would be adding another opportunity for a tile to be established that uh, may provide a, a positive outlet for them. So, and so oh, what, I, what I'm envisioning here is a process where 
it's actually like a visual representation. So if I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, where even in my home do I have tile? I actually have some tile in my kitchen behind my stove. And so when I look at that tile, if I'm looking at each tile there and say like I actually had a pen and I was writing in the very different activities, planned activities do I, I do throughout my day onto those tiles so I can visually see it. It represents my time. And then looking at that caulking or that grout line in between my tiles are my my spaces in between of what I'm doing. Sometimes that's like driving in, you know, driving from here to there or planned activity, or maybe it is some downtime where I I my break is where I'm like doing something more helpful and self-care wise and stuff. So I, I like that this is for in my mind how I'm conceptualizing what you're saying, like a visual representation. Is that what you're doing for your clients? Are you actually drawing this out for them to, to physically see it? Yeah, um, that is exactly it. I think you're, you're nailing it. You know, time is a set thing. You know, there's only 24 hours in a day and there's seven days a week. And so um, if we look at the true amount of time that we're spending on doing everything, we can establish, are there opportunities for waste or are there opportunities to add things? And so you can really go even more in depth by looking at the tiles and, you know, color coding them. So for example, mm. if I'm, you know, work would be blue, for example, Got you you. List, your, your work tile would be blue. Your morning routine could be green and you can establish, you know, a different color for things that are like health activities. So if you're like, I do, I walk two nights a week and I do a yoga class one day a week, those could be a, a health color. And what you can do after you, you know, uh, look at this and examine it is see what is missing from our balance of life. You know, we mm. have a lot of work, but no other health activities or we have really limited social opportunities um, especially, you know, maybe people who are working from home don't see a lot of other individuals, right? So we may have to look at how to add a socialization tile a few days a week that help kind of promote health and wellness. And um, you also may see that you have huge periods of time where there are no tiles listed. And so again, that opportunity to plan activities is very helpful. And um, the grout lines, what usually throws people because they say, well, you know, I, um, what would be a grout line? And a grout line is really a brief opportunity to engage in a, a brain break activity. It could be a breathing exercise. It could be any number of things. Um, you know, for a lot of people, we think of work as being a nine to five endeavor or whatever your, your scheduled work day is. And so when I have people do a tile and grout activity, usually their work is this huge run on tile. And, you know, when we explore, well, how is work? They may say it's extremely stressful. I, I am under a lot of pressure. I'm just a ball of stress. And so I say, when you leave work, what happens when you go home? And they'll talk about how they carry over that stress into their home. And so you see that work-life balance is really impacting uh, one another. And so for that individual, what I want to do is, let's say, take that large tile of work and find ways that we can create some grout lines, break that big tile up into smaller tiles. And so the grout line could be a breathing activity that maybe takes a minute, two minutes every hour. And so those two minutes of breathing, it could be box breathing or any number of other skills that, that uh, we promote as therapists, they can implement that breathing activity into that their routine 
but in a planful manner, manner by saying this is a grout line that we're scheduling. So we're going to say, you know, every hour, two minutes before the hour, we're going to start doing a box breathing activity. And, you know, the goal in doing that is it helps increase um, an opportunity for them to re remove some stress and trigger that like parasympathetic nervous system. We want people to kind of be able to create some level of calmness. And just by establishing that as a new, new routine, they may feel less stressed at work with the ideal like impacting that at home, that they may go home less stressed. And so sometimes it's very subtle things. Uh, you can even add a grout line before maybe a high stress meeting. So for example, today, I'm not used to be on a podcast. I'm driving to work and I had a lot of thoughts in my head and you know, so I did some breathing and some other things that helped me kind of calm myself and center myself. And so you can have a planful grout line before something that maybe is outside the norm or something where you know it's going to be a little bit harder activity for you. You did a great job helping us understand, you know, how the use of tiles and grout lines are helpful. And I think one of the key parts here of that, that balance. That's ultimately what it sounds like to me, the purpose of this process is how do you balance things out in your life a bit more? And so how does this process help you pinpoint, help you help your clients pinpoint the areas of difficulties in their routines? Well, we can you know really drill down this very simple concept and look at ways to expand upon it. So if, um, you know, if you have somebody who is saying, hey, every weekend I feel depressed. And we look at their routine and their ritual and their, their schedule, they may have nothing planned during the weekend. And so uh, what they end up doing is they sleep in and they struggle to get going in the day. And so that open span of time allows us to say, hey, is this helpful to your routine? Is this helpful for your overall health? And often they'll determine, no, it's not. And so what we want to do is find some ways to establish maybe a small tile. So, you know, how about we schedule a, a walk around the block or maybe somebody's a coffee drinker and they can walk to a coffee shop, right? Mm -hmm. So they're both doing something that they enjoy. They're getting outside and they're doing some walking and that um, creating that tile helps get them started on their day for the weekend. And ideally, when we check in, we're going to see a reduction in stress, maybe feeling more engaged on the weekends. And it allows us to build upon that. And again, I'm not promoting people being more productive, but what we're trying to do is say the time that we have, what are some things we can do that are actually rewarding? Mm -hmm. A lot of adults struggle to engage in hobbies or yeah. things that they're interested in. And this really will shed light on, hey, I'd I guess I never do anything for me. All of my tiles are focused on work or helping other people. So maybe I need to do some things that um, help me uh, have a peace of mind. And uh, the goal really is to have us use proactive strategies to manage stress, proactive strategies to uh, manage self-care rather than reactive, you know, uh, people will plan a massage once a month. Well, that massage once a month is great, right? It is not going to completely erase all the stress right. that cumulatively impacts them over the month. 
So. Right. Good point for sure. I, I, I like how you emphasize how sometimes people could be very reactive in it and that you want to be proactive. Again, one of the purposes of this whole tile growl process is sounds like being very proactive with your time and your time management for sure. Any other takeaways you'd like to emphasize on this topic? Yeah, the biggest takeaways that I would give is look at your schedule, look at what is taking up uh, the majority of your time and look at ways to add some small brain breaks. It could be something like walking to a water cooler that is on the other side of your workplace. It could be doing a two minute breathing activity. These are things that can be very subtle and small, but if you do them on a regular basis, they can have a big impact. And you know, similar to other things that we, we navigate, um, getting our routine to change and adding things are a struggle at first, but after you practice it, you know, we improve. So the hundredth time you do something, you're going to be better at it than the first. And Very true. So just really look at what is taking up your time and are there ways to add tiles of outlet and opportunity or small grout lines that promote health and well-being. Great. Thank you so much, Jamie. Really helpful topic. And I'm sure a lot of people out there will be like, hey, I like this idea. I'm going to try this for myself. And even some, hopefully some clinicians as well will be like, hey, this is a great idea. I'll use this with my own clients. So thank you again. No problem.